Hello and welcome to the From the Terraces podcast. A long delay, a very, very long delay since we were last coming in your ears. So we have to apologise for that. First of all, as Matt said on the socials, getting our schedules lined up, things of that nature have been a bit difficult. We were aiming to sort of make the pod sort of fortnightly around about that going into this season because we knew that doing it every week was going to be quite, well, basically not sustainable. Um, And, you know, if you're a long-term listener of this, you'll have realised we have strayed, we stray further and further away from football each time. So, again, just to, for a change, have some self-awareness and not become too annoying, we thought we would um, make it a bit more occasional, but being... As idiotic as we both are, we haven't even been able to keep to that commitment. But as Matthew says, we haven't fallen out or anything like that. There hasn't been a, a Gallagher Brothers type rift in the in the Sunderland podcast scene um, into one of the lesser listened to podcasts of the Sunderland podcast scene. So we thought we'd do something today to make sure um, something is out and again even though we haven't been able to line up our schedules as Matt said I'm away this weekend I'm going I'm recording this uh, just after five o'clock on Thursday I'm going to London tomorrow morning Sunderland um, as many of you will know are away to Luton Town on Saturday so going down on Friday um, don't usually get to do that because I'm going with um, my girlfriend who's a teacher So you usually can't go down on Friday, don't usually have that luxury, but with it being half term at the minute, we were able to um, get down a bit earlier. So yeah, going down Friday, which means we couldn't record then. Um, I believe Matt's got some, doesn't have that much time this evening to record. So we're doing a little bit separately. Um, Hopefully I'll have a, a really nice, well, I will have a really nice time in London to be fair. Sunderland away at Luton. Who knows? Although the two times I've been to Luton to see Sunderland, we've won 5-0 and drawn 1-1, so 6-1 on aggregate, it's uh, it's not too bad. Um, Kenilworth Road as well, that's very much a banter ground, as everyone will know. Well, I was going to say everyone will know who's been there. You don't even have to have been there, really, dear, to know how hilarious Kenilworth Road is. You'll see them on those football away day type Twitter accounts that, you know, you go into the away and you're looking into people's gardens, houses go above the various stands. Um, and then aside from that, the bit that kind of gets forgotten about, I feel, these days, because that bit has gone so viral, the fact that the turnstiles are in people's houses, is the fact that one side of the ground is just the worst corporate boxes you've ever seen, which is really funny because I think I'm right in saying Luton were the first... English club or like the first top flight club they've got some kind of it's not statistic but it's not an honour is it the distinction of having like the first corporate boxers at an English football ground I believe but they clearly have not updated them since whenever they were installed and I believe if you actually go in them you for part of it you're like essentially in a porter cabin as well if anyone's been in the in the corporate at Luton Town, do let us know. Um, actually, speaking of which, I remember, God, this has gone, I've, I'm actually managing to go on tangents when I'm essentially just sat talking to myself. But I remember when Sunderland played away to Luton Town, when Sunderland had been confirmed as being promoted, 
under Roy Keane, but we still could have gone up as champions. Luton, very small away allocation. So, you know, he had Sunderland fans in the home end and stuff like that, but you had them in the corporate bit. And I remember on the programme, it said the ball sponsor was a company called FTM, which, you know, he didn't need to do much research to know that was obviously a made-up company. The age of, not before the internet, but before people were, like, savvy enough to maybe go and Google these Google things like this, that would just get found out straight away now. But although maybe Luton weren't bothered, they were going down with massive points deductions. They were probably happy to have a sponsor coming in. They didn't care if it was away fans. That probably every little helped at that time. Um, but away from Luton, um, Matthew, I'm not sure what order these um, are being put in by producer Rick, to be fair, if he's putting my bit in first or, or Matthew's bit in first. I'm not going to tread too much on Matthew's tours and talk about the £11 charge. I, I am in fully... Full agree. Well, I am and I'm not in full agreement with the £11 charge because I was making the point to him in one of our WhatsApp groups that the best way to avoid the £11 daily charge, if you've not seen this, go on to Matt's Twitter or listen into, into the pod or maybe he's already been and explained it. But the way to avoid spending the £11 is to work from home because then you don't buy a sad sandwich for your dinner. You don't buy that coffee as well. I largely work from home the majority of the time and I always avoid the £11. You don't have to pay to park to go to work or pay to travel to go to work, which is one of the most depressing things to to spend your money on. Um, some good responses to Matt's tweet, which I'll I'll leave him to, to go through. The one I do want to highlight as being good on this theme, though, is friend of the pod Michael Hamflet pointing out that a big waste of money as an adult is buying tools because you can just get like a little screwdriver from B and Q or wherever with the um with the different heads you can put on and that is all you'll ever need. I fully agree with that. That is that is I live in the exact same way. Yes. Ignore buying tools. If you need, you'll always be able to borrow some something from someone from your da. Like your da always have like the us millennials or the Gen Zers. We will just borrow from our da's and our granddars, and then we will we shall inherit their tools further down the line. I have no idea what I'm talking about at this point. I'm very giddy because this is my Friday um, now with being off tomorrow. So this is excellent. Um, what about things in football? Um, Everton have got a hair transplant sponsor. That was something I'd noted down to talk about a few weeks ago. Um, like the fact that Thomas Graveson and Lee Carsley, Tim Howard must be absolutely fuming about how their legacy. Andy Johnson, very lot of iconic balls at Everton in the in the two thousands. Actually, that's quite pleasing. Um, but yeah, their legacy tarnished now as they're going for a, a hair transplant sponsor. Um, disgraceful, really. I think absolutely appalling. Um, Elsewhere, I mean, fixtures wise in the Premier League this week, I was just, I was just having a look here. It's one of those weeks where none are really that appealing. Like Liverpool versus Leeds kind of looks good, but like maybe I'm thinking that's still the year 2001 and like, you know, Rob, Robbie Fowler's playing against his old club here. Um, although 7.45 kickoff on, on Saturday, that, that's, that's a bit of a treat to be fair, that, I like when there's like the bonus late game on a Saturday, shame I'll be on a train home and won't get to watch it like um, Man United West Ham Arsenal Forest, uh, maybe that'll be alright with Forest having beaten Liverpool last week, which is which is quite funny, um, Fulham 
Everton, well, actually Fulham at the minute. Um, I, I actually quite like watching. A bit of a write-off for Aston Villa, how they just got absolutely dismantled off Fulham the other week um, in, in the Amazon midweek round of fixtures. Fulham, though, looking looking really good at the minute. Where are Fulham in the league now? I, I, I don't mind a bit of Fulham, as I think we've discussed on the pod many times. Seventh in the league for them, two points better off than, than Liverpool. Doing better than teams like Brighton, West Ham, Everton, <laughs> Fair play to Fulham. Maybe they're actually going to stay up for, for two consecutive seasons. Maybe maybe next year, actually, given how well Fulham are doing and Norwich are doing all right in the Championship, maybe Fulham and Norwich are going to finally meet in the Premier League again, which is something something very, very exciting. Um, sort of going forward with the pod as well, the World Cup might give us more opportunity to, to get into a bit of a rhythm, even though it is the loser World Cup. Um, and it's going to be, you know, we'd rather have the domestic season going on, I'm sure. But we might do like some reaction style pods to, to games. It'd be nice to do a, a reaction pod with Matthew since I, I, I don't get to do them anymore. Um, I'll say, oh, I met Tony Mowbray the other day. That was nice. I was at a, a thing at the at the Stadium of Light, um, a, a sponsor's evening. He was very, very lovely. He was everything you would want him to be. Very, very chatty. Um, got to meet Ross Stewart and thank him for how he's enhanced my personal brand as well. So another another thanks to him. And my new favourite Sunderland player is now Niall Huggins because he was on our table and he is one of the loveliest men I have ever met and like ridiculously chatty as well. So Niall Huggins forever for me now. Back in the team soon for him as well. Um, so yes, Matthew is going to be, or you've you've heard from Matthew again. I don't know what order this is going, um, going to be put together. But we'll try and get something together soon. Um, it's absolutely insane the amount of people who have been asking why we haven't been doing podcasts. The fact that so many of you listen to this is not just very nice, but not to make this into a humble brag, but it is absolutely baffling um, how many people have, um, have, have asked where we've been. So that is very nice that people have been concerned. Um, but we are often together, me and Matthew, but then sometimes it is you know, hard to record uh, this kind of podcast in, in, in a pub. Um, oh, thank you to the man whose name I have forgotten, which is really poor of me who came and said hello to me and Matt in the harbour after Sunderland played Wigan the other week. Um, he bought me a pint, which was um, very nice. And he was asking, he was one of the people who was asking when we're going to be back soon. And he said he was a big FTT fan um, from Cheshire, I believe. You know who you are. You're listening to this and, and you know who you are. Apologies that, that, that your name has slipped my mind. But yes, we will get something together very soon. Um, hopefully this will will tide you over in the meantime and we'll be back together soon we want to discuss um one thing we want to discuss is coronation street we wanted to sky the idea and i don't know why i had the idea of doing this on the pod but who was the most dominant family in coronation street history we had this conversation in the harbour and i was like no we'll do this on the pod this will be good for the pod so if there's any appetite for that um do you know reply to us on Twitter and let us know your thoughts on dominant Coronation Street families or any anything Coronation Street related to be fair and we'll incorporate that um, maybe that's what this pod will, will become going forward um, but yes thank you very much um, for getting in touch keeping in touch with us all me and Matt will be reunited 
in the podcast sphere very soon i'm sure and thank you very much as always for listening and now you're either going to hear the end of the pod or you're going to hear from your friend and mine matthew keelan thank you thanks rory um it's hi it's me um it's matt it's 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 nice to be uh to be doing one of these again we've uh we've not really bothered for a bit because we how to do life things um, which has been mainly um, spending £11 a day on things that you don't really want so that's primarily what I'm going to talk about um, on my segment of the podcast uh, this week probably not going to touch on any football really um, because I've lost interest in that rapidly and I have to talk about it a lot on another podcast Um, so I think I'll start by explaining the theory. I'm sure Rory's... It's good because we're listening. I've not listened to what Rory said. Uh, we're recording separate pieces. I know that he has alluded to the £11 theory, but I'm, I'm trusting that he's left the majority of that to me. It would be very funny if he's explained everything and I'm about to do it again now. If that's the case, then you can turn it off. Um, but basically, I think that uh, being an adult is... Um, spending £11 a day on items that you get no joy from really you they, you have to stay, you have to you buy them because you have to you get you have very little to show for these things um, and you will get at the end of every adult day and you will have somehow spent £11 with very little to show for it may average out over the week you might spend £9 and then 13 that doesn't add up does add up um, I'm talking things like surface wipes, I'm talking things like bin bags, heinously expensive bin bags, ridiculously expensive for something that literally goes in a bin, dog poo bags, things for like mops, like shampoo, yeah you get clean hair but like it's like four quid, like it's, it's, it's I mean, like toothpaste, you get home and you're like, I've got any toothpaste, I've got to go and buy that and then while you're buying that you'll pick up other stuff off the shelves like washing detergent and dishwasher tablets and it's just honestly really quite miserable um so i asked what you thought um your i did ask a question and the question was um what was uh, your most miserable adult purchase uh, with like a really poor cost to enjoyment ratio i got some great uh, replies um to this uh, people a few people saying insurance now um DJ Ringus is, is, is tweeting and saying that he understands the concept of insurance, which is which is good. It's good that he does that. Um, but I agree, I do agree because you buy insurance hoping to never use it. Now it can it's probably one of the few things that you would buy um, and hope to never use. Um, that sounds mental, really, as a concept. You spend money on something quite a hefty premium. And hope to not use that. So that's that's a very interesting one, really. Paint a part of your car. Uh, Matthew has uh, sent in. I agree with that. That's, I don't have a car, but I imagine it's very annoying to pay, uh, simply park it. Uh, washing machines, tumble dryers. Agree. They're hundreds of pounds on something that... Uh, they're just hateful things, and then they'll break. Um, Tom uh, Walshy has said a monthly train pass, um, which... 
bought solely to go to work, which again, yes, because you wouldn't buy that if you weren't going to work. Um, and work generally tends not to be that fun um, sometimes. Um, season ticket, no, that doesn't count as season ticket because like you're choosing to buy that out of like some kind of like, perverse enjoyment, I guess, really. Uh, uh, Robin has replied, um, £1.90 to go to uh, Northfields on the, through the Tyne Tunnel. Yes, now that is just driving paying extra to drive somewhere that is just really quite depressing way to spend some money graham folk uh people cleaning his passageway factor fees he's very annoyed about that and they take legal action if he doesn't pay them um which is again very annoying um rebecca has been adamant all week that the worst way to spend your money is on wrapping paper and i am inclined to agree um because that is just something that gets ripped up but it does look nice i guess but it is like about two quid a roll and it does literally goes around a present that you've bought for someone and gets put in the bin so i would like you all to continue to testing out this theory continue to test out this theory sorry um and just see how close you get to 11 pounds i must stress i do not want you to try and go out and spend 11 pounds a day um that would be bad if you were doing that because of, I said this, that would be quite stupid of you all if you were going to do that, really. Um, so yeah, so that was uh, my £11 a day theory. Um, is there any football? I'm actually, I'm in the pub now and I'm watching Arsenal play PSV Eindhoven um, and it's nil-nil in the Europa League. Um, it's quite a... Quite a busy Thursday night, actually. I decided I'd come out and have some beers. Rory's also out somewhere, um, but we're not in the same pub. We are going to have beers together later, um, which we probably could have recorded this together, but we just didn't want to do that. More, more, more uh, fuel to the fire that me and Rory have, in fact, fallen out. Um, we haven't fallen out as much as, you know, you might think we have. Uh, we definitely haven't fallen out. Uh, it would be quite funny if we were to fall out. Um, we might do that on purpose, I think, over the weekend. He's not here. He's in Luton, like a loser. Um, I've, I'm a bit bored of football, if I'm honest. I know this is a football... Well, it's not now, but it, I know this is a, a, a football podcast. But, like, I'm watching this. I watched um, a bit of the Champions League on Tuesday. I watched Manchester City. It was just boring. I know they needed the draw to win the group, and Dortmund needed a draw, but boring really um, but you know that's what you will get with Guardiola he's obviously taken Man City as far as he can now and should be dismissed out of hand with immediate effect um, uh, I watched uh, who did I watch last night I'm sure I watched the Champions League last night briefly as well uh, oh I watched Tottenham <laughs> right yeah the VAR did Rory talk about this don't know who am I asking am I here by myself um, the VR was just ridiculous I hate VR. I'm a very vocal opponent to VR, I think it's terrible um, and the way it was used last night was just wrong, they just randomly drew a line on his boot to say, oh you're offside um, and it's a shame because the scenes were remarkable when Harry Kane um, scored and then it went on for ages as well um, and it's to, for it to be disallowed, the longer it went on they were definitely ruling it out as well so it's just cut short at all of that, which is ruined really I'm probably going to watch Manchester United play Sheriff later on um, which is just really quite depressing isn't it watching that what also is quite depressing is that Newcastle are really good now and are quite probably going to finish in like Europe um, 
I don't really want to talk about them, but probably have to touch on them because they're playing quite well. I was having a drink there. Rory would normally fill in. It's sort of dead air while I have a drink of Stella, a drink of Stella, uh, which is nice, isn't it? Really. Um, I would like you to uh, continue tweeting, as I've said about uh, your eleven pounds threshold. Um, I actually spent five pounds uh, thirty-nine pence so far today on a yogurt, some blueberries, a bus ticket, and a Galaxy bar and a cereal bar from the work canteen, um, which is just a really all of that is terrible. Like I didn't really want any of it, but I had to have some breakfast because I was hungry and I'd been to the gym so that I didn't die. So that's what I'm doing really is, you know, your adult life is buying things um, that make you not die and then eventually you will, of course, die. Um, so it's all very cheerful, isn't it, listening to me here as the music stops and the pub goes incredibly quiet. Um, I don't know what else I've got for you, really. Um, I'm trying to get some guests back on. Let's try and get Robin back on um, to talk about out-of-date food. I wonder if Robin's eating solely out-of-date food again hi robin because you'll probably be listening to this um i'm well into dinner day at the minute um really well into that um there was i was talking about that on another podcast um and uh, i was asked hannah i believe asked um what my favorite episode of dinner date was and that was you'll have seen me tweet about this the one where uh, he is asked to leave the date which is just a humiliating really um, and he just leaves because he's an arsehole um, I watched a great one last night where a man brought a frog watering can as a gift he claimed he'd made it and then at the end of the date revealed that he'd actually stolen it from a neighbour's step and she gave him half a star out of three um, so you need to watch that one I can't remember his name it's from Liverpool <laughs> I actually was from Liverpool <laughs> that was that wasn't a, that wasn't a cheap uh, joke. He actually was from Liverpool. Um, can't remember his name. Um, right, that's enough dinner. Day. Dinner that's fantastic. Halloween on Monday. Probably going to do some fancy dress there. I'm getting some help for that. Um, and I suppose I should watch some football really. And uh, we'll probably do. I might do an actual podcast for you next week if this isn't good enough. Um, but we'll see. Um, right, that's it, I think. Do I want to talk about anything else? No, enjoy spending your £11 a day in order to survive. And um, thanks for... Apologies for the long gap in between podcasts. We hope you've enjoyed this one. And thanks, as always, for tolerating my complete nonsense. <laughs>